and we're live. Welcome back to the show. Andy Malafarina. What's up, buddy? Thank you so much for having me. Isn't, I'm so fucking excited. I was gonna ask you, isn't this like the most the most insane thing that like you as and us too, by the way, as podcast uh, you know um, doers, that like the most yeah. insane thing we all impose on each other to be like, hey, what's up? And it's just like you all have to be like, oh, okay, I'll catch it. Like you know, it's just like that very <laughs> awkward moment that we all have that like force thing, but it's like this sort of thing we all accept that we have to do as part of the framing of the show. I'm getting, you know, yeah, obviously, dude. you smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> just when I thought about this. <laughs> you have to sit here beforehand and then hit record and go, hey, guys, what's up? Yeah, How you doing? It's just an insane thing we all engage in, and it's just not, even though we all know it's insane to do, but we just do it anyway. I've got hey, a man, question. Got to start somewhere. True. That you made me think of. Yeah, you call them carnies in America. We do. Right. Carnies? Carnies, carnies yeah. the guys who run fairground rides. Yeah. Yeah. We just call them jippos. Oh, well, they are jippos there. Yeah. We don't have jippos here. Wait, yeah. why are they called that? They're gypsies. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. There's like a thing about gypsies here in America where like, like no one talks about them but if you say anything bad about them like in normal society like if you're on tv if you say anything about gypsies people like fucking come for you gypsies do not like to get oh, talked oh. about yeah well, i think it I, might I, just listen, be I've like got uh, plenty of positive things to say about gypsies number one they invented cryptocurrency true horses that's sick horses are yeah. cryptocurrency yeah <laughs> but it's real cryptocurrency. It's like everyone everyone in their community agrees that they're worth this astronomical value. But like it you can't print a horse and you your horse doesn't pay interest. Yeah, but you have to have proof of work. You can get if you've got two horses, <laughs> you can make them fuck and you get a baby horse. Yes, yeah, proof of work. The work yeah. of hu- I mean, literal animal husbandry. It's literal real asset. I can't yeah, make my Bitcoin fuck. Yeah, they do pay inflated prices for them, but it is a real asset, and they don't. They wouldn't pay me an inflated price for a for a horse. They'd only pay it it's to another bit, member. It's of still that called community. Bitcoin, but it refers to the bit yeah. in like their mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoe coin. <laughs> anyway, Andy, glad to see you, hey, buddy. Um, I'm glad to be here, dude. Uh, always a pleasure talking about talking to you. Um, I recently name dropped you on uh, Pete Q's podcast. I hope you don't mind. Um, as, oh, Mr. Quinones? Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. I haven't listened to his shit in a while. Uh, but he had asked me well, on the he's show. He's got some catch up to do, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he asked me on the show and I was just, you know, chatting to him about about the Dave Smith um, part of the problem inner circle group where we met. Hmm, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I just was, you know, I, I was just making the illustrative point that uh, a lot of people from that group are doing stuff now. You're I mean, you're a big you're a big, big guy in the fucking I mean, physically and fucking imposing. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just physically. Um, no, it, I think. Well, I think it's because, like, I don't know, like you learn more about this crap. I know for me, it definitely has shifted in the way I want to, like, make content and shift and shit like that. And it's like the more you learn about it and then you go out 
Cause it's like, it, it reminds me of the stages of like becoming a libertarian where you're like, you learn about the stuff and you're like, oh, more people just need to know about this. We talked about and this on the episode. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll just become it. And then you tell other people and they're like, you're fucking retarded. And yeah. you're like, oh, they do know. They just don't care. Mm, and yeah. then, and then you go through this, like, what the fuck? Why doesn't anyone care? Um, and then, yeah, then you become, then your autism like really sets sure. in and you have this thing where you're like. We, like I, I thankfully have that thing where I'm self-aware of how I am. So I'm trying to be like, how do I talk about this stuff and not come off like autistic? The, yeah, the over the top. Like, <laughs> yeah. how do I? How do um, I talk well, about? Let me tell you about gold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do I talk about the CIA and then still get invited to parties? How do I find yeah. that balance? Yeah, well, it yeah, is coming we, mainstream. But guess what? You're been, saying saving up something to, to like say on the show and it's nothing to do with the topic tonight but like all you like american libertarians I, I, and i guess libertarian is an american word it's actually a french word so. but uh yeah it was it was yeah, originally maybe, used to refer to like far leftists though yeah but like i mean uh, we've talked about this scott and we kind of brushed on it, it on the show as well of like how the economics side of it is where all you guys were kind of brought into it by Ron Paul or whatever mm -hmm. and, and read all these economic treatises and right. whatnot. I never read it. I've literally never read any of that shit because like I was literally brought up in it but not from really? the economics. It's not like the line goes line go up type, oh, capitalism good type of libertarianism. I kind of, I guess, used to identify as a libertarian, but I, regarding this material world, my viewpoints never really changed since I was a fucking idiot teenager and I thought I was a communist of like, it just comes down to the the principle I'm starting from is fuck you. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What gives you the authority to tell me I have to use this kind of software to do my business accounting? Right. Or yeah. I, that's like that's where fuck you. Yeah. I. That's where it came from for me a lot too. I remember because I was just like. I did. I remember being in dude. And when I was like a fucking prototypical college. <laughs> well, dude, I remember being like a like a typical by the books college liberal. But even then, like people were talking about the minimum wage. And I remember I think I was always just too autistic for my own good yeah. because I always remember being like being like, but like when you get your when you get your pay rate, it's based off of a deal you set. So how does the government get involved in that? Like it just never. Yeah. I think I I fell into it. Because I don't, I don't always feel culturally libertarian. Not that there is a strong libertarian culture, but it's the, in the same culture yeah, as like Dragon. Yeah. 
That's true. You don't have an Asian wife, Andy. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, you, it's Asian wife wives is, and furries and fisting is like really what the fucking culture is. Let's be real. Like, I've, noticed, I've noticed a lot of libertarians sort of like get off on being the contrarian. They get off on like, yeah, I'm going to make everyone yeah. mad or blah, blah, blah. I don't. I don't necessarily get off on that. Now that doesn't mean I like I bite my tongue per se, but it, I just I don't you know, I don't get off sometimes on being the one person in the room that thinks this thing. Sure. So I get I get more driven by the idea of like I just want to convince more people so I don't feel like the fucking odd odd man out. And and but I still I still don't want to feel like a fucking you know, nerd. Bitch, you didn't say something. <laughs> yeah. What? I was gonna say nerd. Always talking about gold and marginal <laughs> tax rates and shit. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I just never want to feel. I also don't want to feel like a bitch that didn't speak up. So I still, like, I take I take a deep breath. I get a little stressed out, but I still say the shit that I think. You know what I mean? Yes. I yeah, don't. I, I I personally, I just climb up. I don't. I don't talk to people. I just avoid people. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Honestly, I just go. Yeah. If you want to hear what I have to think about it, listen to the podcast. Yeah, I, I literally said that at a party. I said, "Look, if you want my opinion on this fucking culture war shit, you're gonna have to <laughs> pay. join the fucking Patreon." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, fucking obviously, you're not a culture war enjoyer, Andy, Mister Fucking Drinking Butt BLs. There, we don't have a Patreon no. by the way. It's Rockfin.com slash History oh, Homos, I, don't, I, I just said that for the cultural shortcut. Sure, I got I'm drinking you. a bubbly. I know. I'm fucking no, with you. I, I'm fucking with you anyway. I don't give a fuck about anything. It's literally. I've, I've talked to too much about it. I think it's yeah, like. A, I've come to the conclusion that it doesn't matter what I think. Yeah, I'm not trying to persuade anybody of anything because. From researching a different historical topic every week for the last three years, there's one thing I've learned, and that is it doesn't matter in the slightest what people think, right. what their opinions are, Great what segue. their values are. It, it makes no difference. You, you are going to have whatever it is going to be imposed on you is going to be imposed on you. And what's the point in like having arguments in the pub or whatever about, stuff that especially us versus party us can do a fucking thing about yeah so for me i guess yeah having the argument at the bar or as you say in the pub or whatever that for me is just for a fun fucking pod, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a fucking pod mate <laughs> those, those are those are those to me are just for fun or if you haven't like contextualized something yet and you're just like on you ever been like drunk and you haven't fully contextualized like or verbalized the thought and you're just on a roll and yeah. you're like fucking bam 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 and too you're many times it. brother <laughs> but no i do think there is i don't know i think i i think i hold on to this i hold on to this thing where i go like fuck you i'm gonna have it i'm gonna have it how i want it you know what i mean i'm gonna I'm going to have, I'm going to shift it into like what's right, or I'm going to have it in a better way. Or, yeah. or like I said, I, I sound like a spoiled brat on the first one. I'm going to have it. I want it. But like at the same time, there is this part, like, you know, well, uh, we're clear, it's like, sorry to interrupt you, but we're kind of all clearly delusional. We're going on the internet and being like, here's what I think. 
<laughs> yeah. You're all fucking delusional assholes for thinking that whatever we have to say matters. So I would let's say just take that as a fucking well, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say more narcissistic because, but also maybe me thinking this matters is delusional. So yeah, it is probably a lot of those things working yeah. at the same time. True, true, true. But, uh, honestly, th this applies to us three. That like. Before we're fucking sick and we're right all the time? Duh. No, before, before we started doing this show, I couldn't just clam up and not say anything when I was in public IRL. You know mm. what I mean? Because I didn't have this outlet. Yeah. So I'd yeah. Have to, I would get in arguments with people, but now I can just spaff off to a load of like-minded gun nuts. <laughs> Preppers. <laughs> Blue-collar, salt-of-the-earth gun nuts, which yeah. is our audience. And, and like, I love those guys, so I don't need to like have an awkward social situation in real life anymore. Mm, I so couldn't have said need. it better myself. That's exactly how I feel about it. Yeah. Um. And yeah. but but let's go back to one thing you said before, William, which was that um no matter what we say in the fucking pop, mate, um yeah. is uh. This th it doesn't matter. We're gonna get what we get, and that yeah. is really evidenced by the topic that Andy suggested we discuss this week, which mm -hmm. is Operation Mockingbird. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Oft oft brought up, but uh, I feel like seldom researched because there's a lot of I didn't when I fucking first heard about Operation Mockingbird. You know, you hear about it on Joe Rogan and shit, um, and uh, but. Um, I always assumed that it was sort of a half admission slash innuendo, you know, kind yeah. of situation. It's an and, Alex Jonesy sounding right. thing, right? And it? a yeah. few lines here and there in the church committee that we could pour over, perhaps, and 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 wonder. Big question mark at like the end of fucking Halloween. Um, but like, there, it is one of those things. Like, um, what's that guy from the Franklin scandal? The uh, which you know what who. Fucked all those kids. Larry King. Larry King. He literally doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I know. It's insane. Oh, that. Yeah, dude. That's when I knew this topic was. I was like, oh, yeah. when I went on YouTube and I searched Operation Mockingbird, because yeah. I've heard Operation Mockingbird yeah. a million fucking yeah. times. I've There's heard very little it, about it. If yeah. you know about, if you know anything, if you know like the first five things about the CIA, you've heard of Operation yeah. Mockingbird. If you go MK on YouTube, Ultra, and you search, Operation Mockingbird, maybe you get MK, MK Naomi in there. <laughs> and if you, you get a little bit deeper, you get the paperclip, but like Operation yeah. <laughs> Mockingbird's in the first, it's in the hit. And then if you go on YouTube and you search it, fucking cricket, nothing. Cricket, cricket. Mean, right. like, yeah. That's like, why I read a book about it. Yeah. <laughs> he read I a whole book. We'll give a, book we got to give him a book about the history of the CIA. Yeah, we got we to gotta give him a round of applause. He read the whole book. I read the Reader's Digest version on SpartacusEducation.net, which yeah. I recommend for you. To, if you For those of you who don't feel like reading a whole book like William did, um, I recommend going over to Spartacus-Education.net. Um, and there's like a there's like a mini pamphlet version of the book that William read. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like my job lends itself to nailing a right. five hundred page. Well, book we thank you for weekend. it. Yeah. 
um, but okay. But the, my point was I was saying before is like so. Yeah, I always assumed, and 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 likewise, Andy. I I had previously done a cursory search like that on Wik- on on Wikipedia and yeah. YouTube or whatever, and same. I found nothing. But looking deeper and and specifically at the book uh, um, that William read and the derivative content thereof that I which is that called I, the Grand Wurlitzer, right? Or is it the Mighty Wurlitzer? The Mighty Wurlitzer, which is actually yeah. how the CIA played America, right? Well, the Mighty by Wurlitzer, English guy, by the way, interesting. Mighty Wurlitzer is also like the organ at like a baseball stadium as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so, a cinema or whatever. True. Um, but uh, that I, I like that you know double entendre kind of uh, that they that they did the, or or sorry analogy that the title evokes, which is like that the media itself is like yeah. a big organ that's being played by one set of hands. There's lots of pipes and they're all over yeah. the room. Mm. They're left to right. No matter where you go, there's more pipes. But there's one guy pressing the keys and that's what's going on. And it's the CIA. And this is the thing, like you ask each pipe in a world, it's a are you in? Can you name your fellow conspirators? They don't know. So it just, true. When air goes through it, it goes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And that's it. Like, there's no. It's just. It doesn't have to be a conspiracy. Yeah. Um, well, that's 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 a big thing. Um, I learned because so uh, shout out Robbie Bernstein and Porsche tour. Someone on uh, the last, the one of the last Porsche tour shows I did, someone gave me uh what is it? Upon a, a top a pale horse or upon a pale horse. Bill Cooper. That's like, um, yeah. Bill Cooper wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hit me with that one. And then they had, um, God damn it. I'm, Behold I'm still a pale bad. horse. It's called. Behold a pale horse. That's right. And then it had a part with, um, Shit, I forget what the fucking term was, but it was basically how. Tell me what it's like. I could so, probably come up with it. It's it's basically how like the the elites of the governments do certain things to encourage behaviors and movement. Incentivize. Yeah, it, but yeah, yeah, and like kind of push people in certain ways where, um, and then you but if you like when you zoom out, or I'm sorry, when you sort of like look at it on a on a lower level, you know. If, if you're in like a shitty office and they go, hey, if we if we hit our production goals, we'll have a pizza party on Monday. Right. It says, and you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and because and if you because there was like part of the book where they were like, they essentially look at you guys as cattle. And then when you think about it that way, you're like, so true. oh, yeah. oh, if you look at me go like ahead, I'm if cattle, <laughs> if you look at me like I'm cattle, you're like, oh, it's not personal. They just they're just you're like, right. oh, we want to use act in an optimal manner. We're yeah. helping you because you're all so fucking stupid. Yeah. And that's kind of yeah. like what well, your I mean, boss is doing at work. It is progressivism. Yeah. We, is, we like oh, the, the, the management. You can't help yeah. yourself. Yeah, it's the kind of softer version of fascism, isn't it? Which is basically, that's what that's what it is. Welcome. It's to like the, fascism making you feel like you're not in it. They make it they make it like fun and feel well, it's, nice. It's like rule by experts kind of to be yeah. like, well, this is the most efficient way, so this is the way we should be. It's Wilsonian. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it, like so like these are the but the thing is, like and this is what the, the guy who wrote the limey prick who wrote uh the grand stroke mighty, whatever Miles it was, something. I, I can't remember his name. But like much like, I, I mean, I guess he went in the book. He's like 
obviously he wants to sell lots of copies of it, so he can't. I think he knows what's up. Yeah, but he wants. What to sell book lots was this? It's called it, The Mighty Wurlitzer. Yeah. Oh, well, you're still talking about that one, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, that's our he's primary like, source for this research. <laughs> he takes a pretty statist approach to it. Yes. Uh, and like he gives him the benefit of the doubt it, that yeah, yeah that that, it, that it's for. That book. Of course, you want to get fucking Michael Hastings. Yeah. Does he want to get Gary Caradoried? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but obviously, he can't have done all that research and not know what's no. up. And like he. He lets guys like me know that he knows. Yeah. <laughs> without scaring the the norms. Mass audience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I've got no problem with that. That's how you know, you gotta get it done how you get well, it done. I mean, it's similar to what I was saying, like, remember what we were talking about um that X Files episode I recently watched where they're like they d obviously are making allusions to the Phoenix program and MK Ultra and all this stuff. And it's like honestly very based of of fox yeah. to be like here you go like you know what yeah. i mean like like they didn't have to do that they could have done a whole bullshitty thing about how great like, the country is and Dude, i mean they, they do have like a paint code of it being like the fbi are actually good guys guys yeah. it's just them and everyone else sucks <laughs> is like the theme no. of x-files <laughs> but they don't care they don't care at the end of the day if the show's gonna make them money and they don't have to worry about any like government entity right. breathing down their Fox, necks you're right that's why but that's why like that's I why, think, like Amazon, people will talk about Amazon. Where what was the what, what was the thing where a dude, uh, um, um, they thought a guy said a slur and his Amazon and his Amazon home device like <laughs> yeah. shut down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So Amazon will have these like 1984 dystopian uh, things going on, but at the same time, you can buy like you guys are talking about the mighty as you're talking about the mighty mighty Wurlitzer. I. I just put that on my Amazon wish list. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can you, you can, can buy the you the can buy, you can buy the you Unibar manifesto on Amazon. Exactly, <laughs> and and I think it's because you know at the end of the day they want money and they can they no one's giving them shit for having this stuff on there. But also at the same time they're like, you also better do our gay ass woke ESG bullshit with your pro with your new products you're putting out. You know what I mean? But hell look, yeah, I I work for Amazon. I was like, when we started this show, I, w I was absolutely fucking on my ass and I had to go and work yeah. nights in a warehouse. We called it the it, Congo at the time. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, this is the thing with Amazon. Like, it's the largest defense contractor on earth. Yeah, literally. It runs all the U.S. Really? government. Yeah. They're, they're, this is the thing, and they, they used to be articles about this. I don't know if they do them anymore. There used to be things no. about how Amazon, the website that we buy shit from, is fucking losing money hand over fist. But yeah. they make shitloads of profit every year because they do Amazon web hosting, um, web service hosting for the fucking Department of Defense. Uh, the FBI, CIA. the CIA, the uh, every fucking branch of the federal government, and that is the biggest employer on earth. Yeah, <laughs> Nellen, mm. this is my point about Amazon, okay? And, and this is all about optics. So it's important for Amazon for you to be able to buy the Mighty Whirl. It's a, or I, I I bought fucking uh, Pan Europa. And you Gentiles yeah. from Amazon. Same. Right? <laughs> the, 
Now, number one, they the CIA now knows that I've got both those books. Correct. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but it's like Hollywood, you were saying like, uh, they don't care if the X-Files makes money. What else? It's, it, oh, they only care if the X-Files makes money, I think you said. Yeah, but, it's like, well, yeah, it's like, as but long they as don't, they... Actually, they don't, it turns out they don't care about that that's at all. The, that's the real red pill make, right there, yeah. They make... They make uh, uh, Spider-Man be a black woman, or I, I don't know, I don't follow it, but you know that kind of thing. Shit that uh, nobody and, and likes. All these, we have guys who come on the show who care about that kind of thing. Not me. Uh, and like, I try, I try and tell them. It's like, no, it, they're not trying to make. They're not trying to make. They're not. Their actual job in the global fascist conglomerate is not to make money. It's to change you. Mm. That's what they're there for. It's to alter your mind, and that's what o Operation Mockingbird is. And like everything is Operation Mockingbird yeah. now. What do you think the Beatles was? Yeah, <laughs> the Beatles is fucking Operation Mockingbird. They're just four young men from Liverpool writing some good tunes. Scott, what are you talking about? <laughs> Getting bummed by a well, let's not go. There. Well, his name was Epstein. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a different pedophile named Epstein. <laughs> Brian Epstein. <laughs> yeah. uh, baby, yeah. you're a rich fag. Manager. Baby, you're a rich fag. Baby, you're a rich fag Jew. <laughs> the original you're lyrics my... of Baby, You're a Rich Man. Not kidding. Really? Yeah, it was. Well, he's got that. Um, John Lennon's got that song where he goes, Women, you're the N word of the world. You ever see that yeah, one? Yeah, that's just a shit take. Yeah. It's just a bad take. It doesn't you know, make any just, fucking sense. I'm just so, saying he's down to he's down to get hot. He's oh, down, he's to, down to fucking slur, dudes. baby. <laughs> Landon like some slurs. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna dox myself here as much as oh, I yeah. ever have done. I was born in 1970, and I grew up watching television in the 70s. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't have that in those days. <laughs> they just said it. True. Uh, but there were two popular figures I was literally scared of, and they were Freddie Mercury and John Lennon. Whenever they came <laughs> on the TV, I used to hide behind a chair because I just, even like little <laughs> asshole me, was kind of had this instinct that there's something wrong with these guys. Something off. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Especially I, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, Elton John. Or wait, you said you said Elton John, right? No, no Freddie John Mercury Lennon. and John. Oh, Lennon. John Lennon. Yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, I was going on the gay theme. I, I heard you wrong. Um, yeah, John Lennon. The, well, there's that one Family Guy joke where they show him walking down the street looking weird as shit. You know that picture? Oh yeah, I love that picture. That's probably the best yeah, thing he ever did. That one picture nah, dude, is him walking he, funny. <laughs> you see anyone walking like that, you're like, yo, maybe we don't hang out with this guy. <laughs> hang on, I'll pull it up for visual reference. I've definitely shown it to you before. John it's a crazy picture. Lennon, I mean, just just walk. <laughs> I know it's like low hanging fruit, but just the sheer fact that you're like, he's like, hey, I'm going to date. Yoko Ono and bring her around all the she time. She was a CIA asset. She was like, like an Epstein. She was the Gislaine Maxwell of her day. Um, but oh, here we go. No, that was just he's pretending to be from Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> that's how literally how everybody from Manchester walks at all times. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, 
right here you could see uh, Castro in the background plotting to kill him. (laughs) 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 And other CIA asset, Yoko Ono, right here to the left. Check out my, I'm a libertarian guy with an Asian wife. (laughs) (laughs) The original libertarian fucking John Lennon. (laughs) That is like... It, that should be that photo should be the Libertarian Party logo, bro. <laughs> I gotta give him some respect. <laughs> hey, in defense of dudes with Asian wives, because they always get shit. I did see, I saw some, I saw a TikTok recently where it was a bunch of Asian girls going ham over the fact how they love white dudes. I yeah. saw Maybe that they one just too. like yeah. white dudes, dude. Maybe they just like white dudes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a really, really, really racist take about that whole thing that I'll say for a bonus episode. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, Anyway. You're right. uh, They do. Yes. I know. Yes. (laughs) We know. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I... But but that that just... Before we leave that photograph. photograph, I don't want to ever leave this photograph. (laughs) I'm still looking at it. (laughs) Encapsulates the British sense of humor. That was just John Lennon being real for a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's probably working out some fucking Monty Python joke. Literally, I, you could go to a dinner party at Buckingham Palace and do that. Someone's just going to do that. Would Someone, no, that's actually how they walk it, at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because they so all big, got fucked by Prince Andrew. If you do, if you do that walk and put on a Manchester accent at the same time, like our friend Mister World Around You, yep. Everyone will just fucking fall about laughing because it's like I fall about laughing every time I see this photo. There's nothing wrong with this photo. I think it. I think it. 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 it, The. The. The comedy of it translates. You know any language. Yeah. True. Everyone sees it. I mean, look. It it. looks like a Benetton ad in this photo right now. You got this swarthy-looking Cuban guy here, white lady, John Lennon. He's you know English. That's whatever race that is. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Mongol. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so this kind well, of like we all we all love Morrissey, don't we? I love it's Morrissey. Like the, he's always on about self-deprecation. That's the, that's why English people <clears throat> act like that. That's why John Lennon act like that. He was being self-deprecating, like Morrissey. That I'm gonna. I mean, I hate to be big in John Lennon. I don't like the guy, but like in that moment of that photograph, he was being real. He was being a real. English guy like Morrissey, real son of a gun. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he hits chicks. He fucking yeah. <laughs> hangs out with Satanists. Uh, fucking. <laughs> well, I don't like the Satanist bit. Yeah, but, no, you know. uh, well, his uh, John Lennon. Uh, sorry, Paul McCartney was the Satanist in question. So, <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought he was the the weird like that he was the weird one? Did you hear? You know. Uh, Paul McCartney bought his wife a plane for Christmas. Okay, let's see. How many days but- since this joke's been told? <laughs> but she still has to use nair on the other leg. All right, this is a different one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doesn't his wife have, like, one leg? Yes. She did, yeah. yeah. But I That's right. I think they yeah. yeah, I think they'd have divorced. Yeah. You only get old ones. Old street jokes from me. True. <laughs> um, but anyway, so this kind of... Um, the thing with the like, I think the Beatles is a good avenue to attack this because like 
I, William, you kind of nailed it earlier when you were saying, like, everything is Mockingbird. Like, yeah. all movies, all fucking, like, I said this many times on the show, but I've heard that um, if you want to say the phrase FBI yeah. in any piece of media, TV, what have you, what have you um, that you have to ask the FBI for it to go yeah. to air. To uh, say the words? To, to invoke talking about them. You know, you have to oh. say the feds or something else, and in, in, in unless you get oh. their express approval or whatever. Um, and no, I just i I talked about a fucking I talked about a fucking article a while ago on my podcast where it was like you know they had a bunch of uh, they had a bunch of like army uh, army employees like in working in the modern warfare games to make yeah. sure to like change storylines to make sure like the u.s looked like they ruled yeah because they were gonna it, that's, and a lot of that's times mockingbird to, yeah it's to get access to their shit so they can make their guns and yeah. their tanks and their, and their guns and, and their bombs and their tanks <laughs> to make them look in your shitty shit. video game in your shitty yeah. video game yeah, that's the funniest it part is too. Boring. Is fucking sorry. <laughs> yeah, fucking compared to Fortnite, it's fucking ass. And Fortnite looks like a fucking Cartoon Network show. Yeah, it looks like later Simpsons episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, that's a, that's a great example. The video games, it's all in. Also, you right from the beginning of Call of Duty, I remember that was like the big selling point of your first Call of Duty game, which was good, by the way. Um, they were like, we got real sounds from this is going to be the most realistic shooter game of yeah. all time because we got the real sounds from the actual weapons used by weapons masters in the U.S. military. Just think pretty soon they'll be able to get the sound of an Abrams tank burning. Right, yeah. <laughs> on on, on uh, location in Ukraine, yeah. Yeah. Um. But and I remember thinking at the time, like, oh, cool, like, sick, it's going to sound like a real gun. But then it's like when I get older, I'm like, oh, that was them getting in the office and being like, so how are you going to be depicting, you know, the yeah. battle of fuckity fuck? I don't remember. Mariupol. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that there's been a game about the Battle of Merit. Oh, wait, I thought you were talking about the one in the Crimean War. They had one. I forget <laughs> specifically what it was, but it was in... um. It was in one of the Iraqi wars, and they basically switched it around where it, it was on a it was like a it was like a big gunfight on a highway. And is it that game Three Days in Fallujah or something? No, that one. Um, that's that's out. a different situation. I think that one just got pulled. They 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 uh they paused that one because it was like I I feel like it was like too realistic, and people were going like, oh, this is like so fucking sad. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Which is the irony of Call of Duty because it's like the least realistic. Yeah. Um, no, but like literally, they in the game, it's it. Uh, they switched it around where, in like in real life, the U.S. you know did most of the killing, and they switched it in the yeah. game where it was like Russian soldiers or no, like Afghani soldiers did the. You know, they just completely. They're making it almost. That's Mockingbird like, One Hundred One. Yeah, and yeah. they're just like shifting it a little bit. So you have this because they're having a bunch of kids play the game and then they hear the name of the fight and they just associate it with that. So, you know, when it comes up, that's just kind of like how their brain is preset. Right. But this is how pervasive Mockingbird is. Yeah, this is how I, it started. I, I don't live in the United States. And during my sexual prime, 
Fallujah became a euphemism, one of millions of euphemisms in the English English language for a woman's front bottom. Why? Interesting. What was the rhyme there? Because it's a bit like Fanny. It's a bit like flu. It's a bit like there's several other euphemisms for. And it does sound like. Like if you're saying Fallujah, it like yeah. makes you think of a very yeah wet yeah fanny yeah it seems kind of like a um, like luge it sounds like a it uh, like, yeah it sounds like, like a, if you like, get her so excited you're gonna go down the Fallujah it's like a ride at a fucking <laughs> yeah. water park in really like in in, in like white working house class households very young girls will get told that it's called their flushy that's a really old word for it. Cool. You're flushy. I'll, well, it, so Fallujah is just too close to that not to be. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It makes sense because I think um, it's something I've been realizing, especially after COVID and shit, is more importantly than having the right set of facts is controlling the vibe. So yeah. you, it's 100%. it's more, you know, they do subtle things all the time to let you know, like, that's spooky. That's nice. Yeah. You know, yeah, so this is like it's so Joe Rogan's time, yellow while he's taking fucking um the horse dewormers. Uh, I've remembered. Yeah, and they and they constantly say bad stuff. So it's like it's like you subtly know, you know, Joe Rogan bad. Even though it's not yeah. really about what he said, just know that Joe Rogan's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Orange man bad. Well, it's like <laughs> um facts have got nothing when they said it's a pro- post-truth world. They weren't. They weren't lying. Reporting yeah. on what had happened. They were saying this is what's going to happen. They yeah. were letting you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, specifically, though, like that that thing where you were saying, Andy, where they just shifted a little bit, um, and that's everything. But specifically, the book that we were that William read and I read the the condensed version of. They specifically the one of the major examples that the author used for to demonstrate how this system worked was the film adaptation of the book, um, <sighs> The Quiet American, which is a very famous superb, book yeah. and film. The film I think won it might have won the Best Picture or something that year, um, okay. which is not surprising. Graham when Green you, novel. Graham Green, who is like immensely popular fucking author, and not I, popular, but critically acclaimed fair enough because i i I never i never like read it outside of high school yes exactly yeah he's a faggot yeah (laughs) (laughs) totally agree graham green um (laughs) but uh what this book was fake no the book's real and in fact the book is very critical of the cia in fact yeah um so it's a book about how america the american instigated vietnam while the french were running Vietnam. so during the french indochina war the americans the the CIA were or maybe even the OSS at the base, but depending on what time period it was, but um, they they were over there instigating shit and fucking um, and you know arming fucking moderate rebels and all this kind of fucking horse shit. Yeah, um, basically the CIA. Well, wasn't even the CIA, but they, they got this uh, Air Force guy who yeah. had been running the Philippines. Right. So, like ruthlessly crushing dissent in the Philippines. They shipped him out to uh, Indochina and got him to do his psyops there. Right. Mm. And he got, he had final say over what the script, because the, like the studio bought the rights to this 
successful novel, The Quiet American, where the the Quiet American was this bad guy who was basically a spy who was he was a real guy. Fuck sh- yeah, who, who was trying to fuck shit up in Indochina. And then and guess, the, guess the who? Eng- the yeah. English guy in, in the ca- in the novel was because Graham Greene's an English faggot. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> English guy in the novel was the good guy. He was the heroic journalist who exposed the wrongdoing. And <laughs> this uh, basically, the studio had to run it past this guy who was the in real charge guy. of psyop. Yeah, like the real the guy who guy. was being depicted as the bad guy in the film was like, yeah. "Hmm, I don't like the way that this is making me look." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they completely flipped it on his head. Yeah, on its and head they depicted to be a the major about how the English are faggots for not wanting to get involved in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, and the climax <laughs> of the film, by the way, is this major massacre, and it's like sort of like the real turning point for like the whole message of the film or whatever, or, and book, I should say. And in the book, interestingly, it's the Americans who instigate this massacre. And in the movie, yeah. they just go, it was the communists. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a complete denial of reality. And then yeah. guess who? What What fucking version of it went into the American eyeballs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the author. Graham Greene was pissed. Thing, like, if, you, if you fucking lay down with a dog, you get up with fleas, bro. And so Graham Greene learned that the hard way. Yeah. And I'm glad, to be honest. This is one thing about... Because I hate Graham Greene. I don't like him either. Fucking rocking horse winner. Suck my fucking ass. Yeah. So I'm glad that it really, really upset him. (laughs) But um, it still stinks. Yeah. No, it stinks. Well, it's more stinks than what it did geopolitically. Yeah. Then I don't really give a fuck what happened to Graham Greene per se, but it sucks that America got brainwashed into thinking they're always the good guys yet again. Yeah, yeah. But it's like we we covered this before because like by some miracle, Britain stayed out of the Vietnam War, and so we had to have because like CIA, MI6, Mossad—they're all the same group. Whatever the French it. One yeah. is even the Russian one, whatever. It's all the same fucking thing. Yeah, uh, and we so by rights because we didn't have all you know, like according to the popular history and the popular understanding, it was a Vietnam War that caused this big fracture in American society. Blah 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 blah. But guess what happened at the ex- coincidentally happened at exactly the same time in England? Mods and rockers, yeah, pitched battles on the fucking seashore. Well, how come that just accidentally happened to happen? And it happened exactly to just at the same time, time-wise, as... coinc- coincide completely with the hippie mm. and anti-war movement in, in America. So weird that these things yeah. were just deployed simultaneously, <laughs> and that had the same effect. It was turning. It was like intergenerational warfare. Right. It was that the the higher ups. The intelligence services. It's dialectical combat, and it finds yeah. a dialect dialectic in anything, be it young, old, left, right, uh, yeah. fucking religious, atheist, whatever the fuck. That it, yeah. it, it's you know what them dialectics do be slapping though. They, like it just, I mean, like, like we were just fucking chatting in the fucking group chat earlier, and like there's a now there's there's stupid arguments over carbs versus fucking. 
fucking uh, uh, keto. There's arguments over fucking. Yeah. <laughs> the, and this is within oh. the history homos group chat. Like, oh, <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> crazy. It's like, oh, do I? Um, uh, libertarian <laughs> guys with Asian about. wives or only date white girls? That's an argument in the fucking group. It's <laughs> yeah. literally a fucking. It's like they, they, it's, people love to argue. Asian wives is too many. Yeah, but, <laughs> true. <laughs> but like, it's as if. Because like it, it seems like it's really important to them for us to think that our opinion matters. Because so. everyone like if you start talking about any subject, if you start spitting any facts to anybody, and this is why I don't do it, they'll <laughs> tell you what their opinion about it is. It's like but oh, dude, your, your opinion I get about it. matter. I get it a thousand percent. I'm kind of doing it as you're saying it, actually. Um, but no, every time I, <laughs> every time someone finds out I do stand-up comedy, the yeah. first thing they say. Oh, I should be in one say, of your skits. Tell, no, 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 no. Tell us a joke, no, honey. <laughs> no, no. The first thing they say, it, dude. It's it's happened so many times recently when people find out I do stand-up. The first thing they say, almost nine out nine out of ten times, is. Yeah, I, I I thought about doing it once or twice before, and it's like I'm yeah. not even trying to be a dick. I've never fucking met you. Why yeah. would I care if you had mm -hmm. ambition doing? That? I don't know anything yeah. about you. Why would they're trying yeah, to dude, find common ground between Andy? I'm sorry, yeah. maybe this but, is a little bit libertarian autism here. They but, say, <laughs> but I do it a thousand Trump joke. <laughs> <laughs> I do it a thousand percent. By the way, of like I 100 percent. I, I did it to you just now. I 100 yeah. just start talking about myself. No, and well, it's you're like, a guest on the show. You're supposed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We want yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Just but, today, uh, some my friend of mine said, "Oh, I think I'm getting on with a cold." And I go, "Well, you want to drink a lot of water? Uh, maybe pop a Tylenol." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, seriously though, I mean, like, it clearly it's not aimed at you, Andy. We have you on the show because we we're interested we in what, what you're talking about. But yeah. it's like going back to the party I was at, where I had to say to somebody, "Look, I don't want to talk about." transsexuals and transhumanism and whatever kind of trans yeah. shit that you're against at a party i've just come out to have a couple of beers and fucking chill out this is like out in this is the great thing about podcasting is yeah. that you can talk about this shit in a controlled environment where everyone we're not supposed to be having fun we're supposed to be giving other people yeah fun. yeah yeah and there's an implied there's an implied sense of like don't be gay about this. Yeah. Yes, that be is a cool. good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said this on the show before, but I went on New Year's, this most recent New Year's, I went to like one of my oldest friends um, had a, uh, a fucking engagement party and I'm sitting at the table and I'm old friends with the family. Um, so I'm sitting at the table with his older brother and he goes to me, Scott, I know you got a lot of opinions on things. And this is, remember, this is in January. Or January first, yeah. and he goes, "What do you think about all this Kanye West stuff?" <laughs> and I go, "Dude, I you don't, wanna... you don't want me to start on this at no. the party." <laughs> Dude, I used to get that. I used to get like that with my brother because I always used to. My brother's been a lot more chill lately, ever since like COVID's not a big like. Because my my brother, I love him to death. He got a little gay over COVID, uh -huh. and um, but ever since ever since like COVID's not real anymore. Um, he's like chilled out, but no, I used to say, I would, 
<laughs> Big thanks. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying to keep the yeah. fucking heat off us, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we get too spicy already. <laughs> no, uh, no. Um, he. Uh, I used to say he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be able to like hold his conversational liquor. So he'd be metaphorically <laughs> like, let's. He'd be like, let's do some fucking shots, and that would yeah. be like, what do you think about the vaccine? And then you get a couple sentences in, and he's fucking yelling at you, and you're like. I didn't want to talk about this. Yeah. You wanted to talk yeah. about this and now you're screaming at me. Yeah. Like that's what I get. I also get resentful of that of like can you imagine just being that like like I don't know what the word is but just going through life being like yeah dude I'll just scream at people if they don't agree with me. You know like yeah. <laughs> I, I I couldn't I don't know. It's, I'm and I'm not I'm not I'm not no, no, no. God, it's I okay. I No, listen. Not, we like, all have that family. But it doesn't have to be your brother. It could be anyone yeah. in your family because we've all got that. Or anyone, any one of our families, I mean. Uh, we've dude, all got honestly, that guy. I get it a, I get it a lot because um, that's like the most annoying. That's why actually half the reason I like doing these podcasts and shit like that is, you know, what like when I do these podcasts or when I go out and do shows with Robbie, that's when I'm around libertarians. Like I'm never yeah. around uh libertarian and i know you guys don't necessarily or whatever um but uh like yeah so i'm around a lot of people who if i there's certain people that are either gonna they're either gonna look at me politely look at me retarded or or they're gonna be like screaming at me and it's like oh my it's like it's just like I'm getting screamed at with yeah. like NPR talking points. And it's the just polite retarded thing is way better. Oh, I love the polite <laughs> retarded thing. Because then I get to, I, I then they expect the less polite. of you too, by the way, yeah. for for everything. I, I normally do the polite retarded thing. And the listeners probably heard this before, but for your benefit, Andy, I, my anecdote about, I've got a pub next door to my house. And I, I go in there maybe a couple of times a week. I have two pints. And I, just, I sit at the bar and talk to the barmaid. Oh, she strokes my dog and, and whatnot. And, and then I go home. But it's quite often there's a group of blokes in there. And especially during the COVID times, it was grueling having to over. I, I tried not to, but you can't, mm-hmm. especially when someone's saying something really fucking annoying. Yeah, you it like gets right. It doesn't matter what you do. I know. You can't help but hear it. I, I, I almost lost it. I almost lost it one time waiting yeah. in line for ice cream. Go ahead, Andy. Yeah. No, no. I do, <laughs> I do this one a lot where like because I don't like being. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like what I don't like being the well, actually, yeah, but I get this. I, I always do this look where I go like. <laughs> watch like, well, the video I, version that was good yeah not really yeah i do the, i do that one a lot because yeah i don't i don't like being aggressive about it yeah. but also i can't like i can't just let it go if i hear something fucking egregious which yeah is what sounded like well, you were getting that will yeah so the, there's two times that i've actually had to just intervene in their conversation the same group of guys by the way yeah <laughs> And the second time, I won't bother with the first one. But Just the second English time orcs. it happened was, was <laughs> I don't know, maybe a year ago. Right, 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 like, right. At that time, <laughs> diesel was like twenty percent more expensive than petrol, gasoline, because. At that time, it was just before the fucking retail economy hit the skids, and there was a lot, a lot of demand for diesel fuel for trucks and shit. And there was a war going on, and 
blah blah blah. So the, these guys were spaffing at this bloke. Goes, I don't get. I think it's a fucking uh, cartel. Blah blah blah. You know, like how come I have to pay so much for diesel? And I just had to go. And I did. I didn't look at her. I just had my pint in my hand like that, sitting at the bar. And I just went. Demand for petrol is more elastic than it is for diesel because nobody really needs petrol. Mm. Yeah. It's like a luxury good. Diesel is for transporting goods from A to B. And they're like, it completely stopped their conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I forgot about that. People literally don't think about anything. They talk about it. They don't. They don't for a moment think. Well, why? What is? It, what are the characteristics of diesel? What? What's the demand for diesel? Why would it be more expensive than petrol? It's because like nobody's fucking motorbike or jet ski runs on fucking diesel. It's for trucks. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've got a fucking shit. load of shit you need taking from A to B, it's got to go there. You, you haven't got the choice to say, oh, well, we won't go. Everybody yeah. who's buying petrol is just you burning it for fun or, you know, there's a certain amount of it is just to get to work, but most of it is just fucking around. So it's more price. And then, then the people who are, you need it to get to work are probably marginal anyway. So yeah. like, even if they dropped off the face of the earth, it wouldn't change the fucking price of, of gas. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, what I'm saying is demand is much more price sensitive yeah. for petrol than diesel. And it's like anyone with an inkling of anyone's going to, talk in a loud voice in public about prices ought to at least for christ's sake have thought about what are prices yeah but no that's probably the paradox where if you're gonna be if you're gonna be mouthing off like that in the in the pub you're probably not it's probably because you it's like that thing where the less you know yeah what's like it's a it's that thing where it's like the less you know wait who dunning kruger it's called the thing you're talking oh. about, the, the Dunning-Kruger effect, is what you're talking oh, about okay. right now. The yeah, thing yeah. where the less you know, the more likely you are to talk, say, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Take that factoid, put it right in your pocket, mister. I'm going to talk about that in the pub in a loud voice tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> when they're mouthing off in the pub, you're just like, oi, that's Dunning-Kruger. <laughs> that's a Dunning-Kruger, you cunt. <laughs> you fucking cunt, you petrol cunt. <laughs> No, it's, it, it, it is wild. I'm not even an economics guy. I don't give a fuck about economics. I don't care which way the line goes. But it's like, I know it exists. I understand I understand it. I just don't care well, about it. Well, because sometimes, sometimes you get hit with, like, certain arguments where it's just... Like, you ever get hit with the arguments that are, like, so dumb, it's hard to argue against them? Because you're yeah, like, I, yeah. have to, I have to step into your universe yeah. and then pull, almost try to pull you out of the gate. And, in the, because, like, there'll be, like, the one that always gets me is whenever you see, like, prices go up and stuff. And, like, oh, or, they say greed. Yeah. yeah, they'll just be like, they'll just bo- they'll boil it down. They'll be like, these greedy yeah, corporations are always asking for more money. Yeah. Walmart's just mean. Yeah. And you're like, what? why don't they pay their employees more? Yeah, they're just <laughs> mean. And you're like, no, there's probably, it's like, you've gone to a Walmart. You see, and I'm not even shitting on people in Walmart. I'm just saying, bro, I only you get shop a- at Walmart. Yeah. yeah. You I have get no offense vibe. taken. 
And honestly, it's the, it's the same at Target. It's just a little cleaner over there and more yeah. organized. But it's, people like, it's, a, it's low-skilled people. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. It's low-skilled people at a job that's easily replaceable. Bro, I used to you know work I mean? at Target. It was the laziest I've ever been. <laughs> hey, but get this. Have you thought about this, Andy? Walmart shelf restocker is not as easily replaceable as Doctor. True. Because you can use a computer. Doctors now have no Agency. discretion in what they prescribe. They could just have a robot with a blood pressure cuff that takes your temperature, oh. and takes a little blood sample, and then tells you what you need, right? And it's yeah. got access to your medical history on the on the internet. Right? Jesus. That is very doable. That's as doable as a fucking touchscreen in McDonald's. Yeah. More so. Because honestly, yeah. if you've ever been to a McDonald's and you want That's to order anything like specific, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I, I want to, sometimes <laughs> I want to add pickles to the McChicken. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't do that on the kiosk. <laughs> That's part of. <laughs> like every cloud has a, civil, has a silver lining, and the silver lining of of the COVID pandemic is that part of the reason behind it was to get rid of doctors, and I'm behind that. Oh yeah, all the way. Can't think of fuck them. <laughs> what do I? What do I respect the least? Doctor, yeah. artist, or public servant? Well, in um, England, England, a doctor is a public servant. Uh, public? Wait, what do you mean by public really, servant? Do you, do you mean like a high level or just I'm doing like, a throwback to my Mishima episode where I said, uh, what? Because, <laughs> because I, he wanted to be an artist and his dad wanted him to be a public servant. And I said, hmm, what do I respect least? <laughs> 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 but um, I genuinely... Doctor, I mean, here's the thing. Doctor does the most damage, though. Like, yeah. like if you're a public servant, you're grifting off of the public need no, for no, services. No, 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 no. no, public servants. I mean, it's impossible to distinguish between them in England, but, you know, public servants run the Defense Department and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. I mean, they literally explode people to death <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, okay, oh, that is the bad. worst. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I don't know, dude. Bring up that picture of John Lennon again. I hated that one a lot. <laughs> Whatever this is, yeah. That's that's my favorite version of John Lennon. <laughs> I don't know. I just watched uh I just got three episodes into that new Netflix show Painkiller. What's that? I'm pretty it's uh it's it's about the uh um oxycotton them them okay, giving yeah. and then like leading to the opioid epidemic and shit, and it got me what got me fucking mad at a lot of people, but like doctors. Cool with the anti Semitism, Andy. They <laughs> <laughs> just happen to be those types of people. I'm not <laughs> mad at them. They just happen to be there. Dude. Giving children psych drugs. Yeah. These people. Show me a doctor that's never prescribed uh, what, what psychotropic drugs to a child. Yeah, SSRIs. In yeah. the United States, especially. Yeah. I mean, they don't do it here. Well, no, I'm pissed. They're but, trying to do that. They're trying to do that to like my fucking niece, and it's just like dude. when you hear it, it. Like used to, I don't know. I feel it. Part of me used to like roll my eyes at my parents because when you like when you're younger, you think you know fucking everything. Mm -hmm. And yeah. now that I'm older, 
and you know how like school is fucking retarded like they don't yeah. learn anything there and it's it's set up completely counterintuitive to how kids are and i have i have a niece who's very hyper and she's just yeah. she's very playful and jumps around all the time and they're like she won't sit still for six hours a day in her class and you're like obviously school it's the fucking, fucking sucks it's the worst thing to ask, dude. It's but it's listen, impossible for older kids to do it. You want to, and then they're like, maybe well, she can't sit still. Maybe we should drug her. And I'm like, that's crazy. That this is great because it comes back to. I mean, that's not great, but it all it's comes a great back example. to Operation Mockingbird. <laughs> that people. Are you saying my niece is a CIA agent? No, I'm saying she's a CIA that victim. Oh, we've potential. been through. <laughs> media and news or whatever it is through popular culture people have been brainwashed into seeing children as a consumer product yeah and this one if this one is being a bit of a nuisance it's like oh my cat is ruining the furniture no, my i'm gonna fucking, get his claws ripped out my fucking I, my honda civics fucking exhaust is on the fritz yeah it's yeah. like it's making a lot of noise in class <laughs> slash like my she's, commute. She's however all, old she is. Just let her be what she is for a bit, and she'll end up fine. And they're but also no. constantly like they're also constantly uh, uh, portrayed as like a burden. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's insane. Like it, like I remember my that, knee, that shit. My knee, like don't get me and wrong. Who invented that? Was, what? Oh, <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> comes back to him no but like my like perfect example with like my niece now don't get me wrong when i'm hanging out with her and i've heard let it go from frozen for the 20th time it's you know as an adult it's a bit mind-numbing but also at the like also at the same part it's like can you imagine liking something that much can you imagine liking something that you want to yeah. play it 20 times in a row and sing it at the fucking top of your lungs every time while you dress up like that character? Like, I'm not I'm not trying to be a fucking cornball. Sounds like That's Saturday like to me. It's beautiful, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> you people, know, but like, the, the one job they don't take seriously is, I mean, I'm not shitting on your brother or sister or whatever it is here, but like, it, I'm talking general in society. In society. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, like, I mean, I'm not fucking blowing my own trumpet either. I don't want to. But, like, when my kids were little tiny babies and they slept on the opposite side of the house, if they just went at three o'clock in the morning, it would wake me up. But if they play Frozen a million times, I don't even notice it because it's like, she's a little baby. Let her fucking fuck around, do whatever she wants. It's fine. That's not... You know, like, you hear everything. You don't have to notice it. You can just ignore it. It's fine. <laughs> you just got to direct them to better <laughs> content. Let's just be honest here. That's a good song. <laughs> I haven't oh, even yeah. heard it knowingly. It is a good song. It's the one where it's like, let it go, let it go. Okay. I feel like, I, I feel like it's it, fucking... I think I saw like, James Corden singing it once. It's like telling, yeah. it's like telling a cat, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't kill shouldn't that. shouldn't meow. You should, yeah, it's like little girls just love it. It's, it, I mean, it's literally Operation Mockingbird, MK Ultra. It's designed just to fit exactly in their brains, <laughs> and they love it. And so, like, you can't, you know, I know parents who try and protect their kids from every sort of bad influence that's going, and I Bread. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I. I think 
because I grew I, when I was a kid, I had a friend who was father was a Plymouth Brethren teacher. Talked about this on the show before as mm -hmm. well, and he was the biggest drug addict, alcoholic, fucking thief, absolute monster, <laughs> fucking jippos, mate. Because like he <laughs> became wasn't, a fucking jippo. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't even allowed to have a cup of tea at home. So he just went and lived in a cardboard box on the side of the road and did whatever the fuck he wanted. Like, there's a point where you're just like, you can't... You know, they do... We had Dave Temple on the show, and it still you know, never left me. Because we were talking about the grim future and how terrible everything's going to be. And you're like, the kids will be all right. They'll be used to it. And the, there's something to that. You've got to let them be kind of used to whatever the hellscape is they're going to have to live in. Mm. You can't just protect. Mm. You can't completely protect them from it. You can show them that there's another way possible, but like, yeah, well, no, there is be some middle ground. Yeah, I th and I, I got to imagine that's like a weird thing as a parent because I know it's like you have that instinct uh, to like protect your kid, but I know like for me, like some of the most important experiences in my life where the handful, like those, all those times that something bad almost happened. Yeah. You know, because that sort of shapes you and it teaches you to like, oh, shit could happen. Let's adjust our behavior so we can avoid shit happening or protect ourselves or be on alert for shit to go down and stuff like that. That's like evolution and, and yeah. uh, like zoomed in. <laughs> yeah. You learn the lesson that we another version of you would have failed and you <laughs> modified your behavior and ergo you potentially your genes could survive whereas you know mm. your counterpart that did the exact same dumb thing that you know didn't wasn't so lucky is uh anyway that's why the men are kind of like <laughs> lobsters and uh you should watch your dick bucko they just love evil <laughs> that's where that's where the by evil <laughs> <laughs> that's where the part of me goes back to i was just joking with someone about this where i was like yeah dude when i was in like kindergarten i thought i basically thought i was in the truman show um i thought like you got into existentialism like, very early well because i remember being <laughs> dude no because i would never go to sleep during nap time so i would always like lay there and just stare at the ceiling and think about stuff. contemplate oh, life God. I've been pondering since day one, dude. And, uh, <laughs> pondering no, your really, orb. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, exactly, dude. I was just day one pondering that orb Looking and at um, clouds. One hundred percent. And no, I was like, I remember being a little kid, being like, "Well, why am I me and not him?" It's probably because, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> is me is me thinking like that that I'm the center of some shit or whatever. But then it's like, then there's like that part of you. There's that part of you where you're like, you know, why'd that happen to him and not me when we went to go do the dumb shit? Is that my yeah. life lesson I'm learning? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I then, was always really good at... I could do... I, I did everything that all the bad boys did, but I never got caught. Mm. Exact uh, I, opposite. Exact opposite. I learned yeah. to stop <laughs> trying to do bad stuff because I would always get caught. <laughs> <laughs> I reluctantly I pretty, left doing naughty things. <laughs> I got pretty lucky on the bad stuff. I did have like, I had a few things in college where like I got stopped by, uh, just drunk in college, got stopped by cops a few times and got lucky. So I never, I never went too over the top mm. in public. Oh, on drunk shit. driving, I did quite a bit of. Yeah. Statue of oh, limitations dude, had... is big time up though. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and a, a really close friend at the time, 
literally drunk stole a car. <laughs> it was a Jaguar, and we drove it till it ran out of petrol fucking 10 miles away from the town where we lived in. Jesus. We ditched it at the side of the road, and we, it was like a summer night. We walked back, and every t- we were, like, methodical about not getting caught for this shit, right? We were still like, okay, we've run out of petrol a long way from home in this stolen car that was stolen from somebody we knew as well. And oh, the- pro-criminal yeah. move. Yeah. <laughs> so... Every time we saw headlights coming the other way, we dived into the bushes. Nobody, <laughs> nobody saw us, right? We got back home just as the sun's coming up. We just lived down the street from one another. I went back to my place. He went back to his place. He got caught by his parents coming in. Mm. I didn't. He got absolutely fucking murdered for it because obviously... It, kept, it, like, it was connected to the crime. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> it was one of his connections that we stole the car from. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He and he never grasped me up. And well, good. I came up smelling of roses. Yeah, it was a really good egg. But we never. We kind of. It's weird how that kind of thing isn't a bonding experience because we were already bonded, which is why he didn't grasp me up. Mm. But we were never really friends after that. Interesting. That, it's it got a chilling like a, effect on your... He got fucked for it, and I didn't. Right. Know? Well, yeah, it sort of used up all your goodwill all at once. Yeah, all his goodwill. That's I mean, what I mean. It wasn't, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that he was an asshole to me. No, no, yeah, no like, we just used, all up, we used up all of his warm feelings for you all in one go. Yeah, it didn't seem appropriate for us to hang out together anymore after that. Yeah. <laughs> it's also probably similar to like when you have a romantic relationship that you guys are kind of like... You know, you have fun together, but you know it's probably a bad combo. So you both were yeah. probably like, it's like an evolution car. Thing, yeah, yeah. yeah, we tend to steal cars when we're together. Maybe we yeah. should <laughs> hang out less. Yeah, I think that's literally what it is. It's it's like a deep seated right, evolutionary maybe that's it. response. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna yeah, say, that's just kind of new. Speaking to the, the like him not ratting you out, but it's like, would him ratting you out have any effect on his sentence anyway? No, a, a that's what I mean. So what's the point? Why I don't see. Yeah, I guess what I never would, would at least at least no, for that either. reason. For that reason, it's like, what is that? Good, why, what good is that going to do me that someone else did it with me? Yeah, exactly. But me and him. Yeah, that, that's why we got up to shit like that together because we both knew we were that kind of guy who wouldn't, who you know, shit push comes to shove. There's no way you, you fucking go it. for it. Yeah, I get that, dude. I definitely had like there was a friend. Uh, <clears throat> there was my now him failing out of college was an easy way to hang out with him less. But like there was my friend Rob in college who was a fun fucking hang, but. Yeah. Almost every time we went out to the bar, he'd be getting in some sort of fight that I'd have to like help him out. Mm. You, me and my other friends had to like help him out with. And I was just, and, and eventually it was funny. It was one of the times we got stopped by the cops, but I was, I forget what the fuck. Oh, my bud, I was like walking and my buddies were behind me and I like, they start jaw jacking with these dudes and I'm just standing there like exhausted. I just want to go home. And I'm like, I'm like, just fucking like, God damn it, guys. Can we just fucking go home? And yeah. there's these two dudes that in hindsight were the most obvious undercover cops ever. Dude, it's like, yeah. it's like fucking 1 a.m. in a college. Dude, 1 a.m. college town, two 40-year-old dudes wearing Hollister. But I'm like 
naive little field mouse. And I'm just, I'm just talking to these guys like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. He's yelling at that guy. I just want to get the fuck home and blah, blah, blah. And then one friend is about to like fucking start fighting the one guy. And I see these two dudes go, they're like, clutch down undercover police, get on the ground or whatever the fuck. And then the cop, but because I was like, chill with the cops, they didn't even fucking address me the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I got lucky on that one. And that was one of the last times that I'm like, yeah, I might, I might be going out to the bar less with Rob after this. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. That actually does connect to a fucking story. I remember like the first time I took acid, I was driving around or I, well, I wasn't driving. I was in the passenger seat with this guy who's now a tranny furry bike messenger. Um, but he was just a Triple libtard. Threat, yeah, I know he was just a libtard at the time. But um, <laughs> anyway, it was me and Marshall William, and we were on acid, and he was like sort of butthurt. We didn't have a tab of acid for him, but we were like, okay, well, we'll we'll smoke blunts with you all night if you drive around, drive us around. And um, we decided to drive into Boston, and um, at whatever, it was kind of fun. That's not the important part of the story. The important part of the story was. At one point, we were about to head back, and if you've ever driven in Boston, specifically the area we were in, which was like where Quincy becomes Boston, um, it's very difficult to get on the expressway to get back down south where we lived. And um, they were always fucking with the exit and changing it, changing its locations. And so he got confused or whatever. Also, we'd smoke like six blunts and he, <laughs> he fucking drove up the wrong, wrong fucking expressway exit, like up the wrong one. And a cop pulled him over and said, get down here, obviously. And he starts fucking chewing him out. Um, about being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck was wrong with you? You went up the wrong way. <laughs> you know, that's a Boston cop sounds like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then this fucking asshole, knowing I'm on acid, goes, he told me to go that way. Oh, it's like, no. bro, you're driving. How could you blame the passenger when you just, I mean, <laughs> also just fuck you, dude, for fucking getting, That's sicking crazy. the cop on me and I'm on acid. <laughs> and of course the cop, you know, they're just, he's got a small dick and something to prove, fucking big fat Irish cop. And uh, mm -hmm. he just starts fucking, and you, he's, after he's already, by the way, this didn't, again, this is to say what I was saying before, this didn't make the cop less mad at, <laughs> at no, this guy. Me. He still screamed at him, but then he said, all right, now your turn to get yelled yeah. at. <laughs> and of course, yeah, it, it, it's not. It's not going to get it off him. It's just going to give it to another yeah. person as well. Yeah, it doubles it. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you look where he is now. He's a fucking tranny fucking bike messenger. What do you expect? That's what you do when you fucking <laughs> snitch to the cops. Yeah. You meet, you go tranny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I attribute one thing about my upbringing. I, well, I, I attribute to this thing my kind of, I mean, being the youngest brother of four, it's great because you used to get in spit on and shit on and fucking darts thrown at you and what have you, and it's not the end of the world. In but, England, Andy, um, ha having a big brother is an S and M relationship. <laughs> that's pretty, that sounds sick. Yeah, that's pretty hot, dude. But oh no, my brother. I mean, I love my brother, but he literally stinks. He smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's my main childhood memory is smelling my brother because we had shared a room. And anyway, 
but my parents had this because I've noticed that a lot of it's not just being from a big family. Lots of people with big families are bitches about stuff that I don't care about. And <clears> Kevin Brennan. Ki- yeah, exa- <laughs> that's exactly who I'm thinking of, actually. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guarantee you, Kevin Brennan's parents spent and made sure that all 15 children knew that they all got the, an equal amount of money spent on their Christmas and birthday presents, right? My parents didn't do that. They Their line was, it's none of your business how much it cost. You're grateful for it or you'll fucking lose it. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. th- this weighing up of what I've what I'm getting for nothing versus what this other guy gets. Yeah, for many nothing. such cases. It's like fuck that. You, you can't. You shouldn't bring your kids up that way because they're gonna hate the real world when they get into it if mm. you do that. Yeah, I uh, no, yeah. I never had that because I'm an only child, and yeah. uh, and moreover, they, first of all, nothing to compare to. So there's yeah. that. But also, I was just like, hey, mom, can I have blah blah blah? No. <laughs> but that's also pretty good to be honest. It works. No. I expect yeah. nothing from life. Yeah, <laughs> that's my. I thankfully, I my dad, my dad usually had money to get me stuff, but I thankfully he'd be like, "We well, gotta fucking do some chores and shit." You yeah, know, he yeah, never just, yeah. he never just like gave me shit. I had to fucking do chores and save up and yada yada and shit well, like yeah. that. But yeah, that that's definitely my a tragic. Had, my parents had plenty of money. It was just like. They didn't want to get involved in that whole everybody Dick gets measuring the same bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, no, I'm not telling you how much it costs. Fuck you. Well, we yeah, talked a bit parents, about fucking um, It's a gift. If you get a gift from somebody, you've got to write them a letter saying thank you. That was the fucking rule. So true. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always, not to keep shitting on my brother, he was bad at getting gifts. I always, like, <laughs> I always caught the vibe. Now, he got a gift one I'm time. I'm coming for was- you, David <laughs> Malafarina. <laughs> older or younger? Uh, older, like three right. years. Yeah, um, I think it's harder for the older brother. Because what the, do you they, mean? I, it's like in a polyamorous relationship, it's hardest for the husband who was there first. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they, oh, yeah. they're losing something. You. It's a zero-sum game, and they're losing when you come along. Mm. And I was number four, dude. I was fucking ripping those guys off. <laughs> no, I, I I think my brother's autism just put mine to shame. I think yeah. he just was bad at social skills. <laughs> so yeah. he would, if he got like a, if he got a gift, I remember one time he got a gift from my aunt that he didn't like, and he literally turned to my parents. And he was like, was this meant to be for Andrew? Because he just didn't understand why he would get that gift. <laughs> <laughs> the base honestly giga chad move to be like this good isn't good enough <laughs> my, my brother yeah my brother can be he can be like that sometimes just like unnecessarily direct about things i like i, I can remember sometime in the 80s my big brother uh, uh, an auntie asked him what he would like for christmas and like he didn't give a fuck what he got for christmas you know but he just said oh uh i'll have uh, Roger Daltrey's got a new album out. I, I'd like that. Right. So he asked her for Roger Daltrey's solo story. album. Right. Do you know what he By the way, why? What he a shit. Wham, <laughs> he got one, make it big. 
<laughs> Probably a better album, in fairness. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Roger Daltrey's solo album sounds like a fucking snooze fest. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I love sure. The Who. <laughs> he never he never bought he never actually bought that album. It was just like he had to come up with an answer sure. on the spot. But like well, I went into the record shop and they didn't have what you wanted and they said this you'd like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love those gifts sometimes. Yeah. Like when you can tell that the thought was there, but they just missed. Yep. Yeah. Like my parents got me my parent my one of my favorite parents get like my mom will get me like these graphic tees like when she went to Alcatraz mm. it'll say like the Alcatraz hotel three yeah. meals in a cot like something just <laughs> you know yeah. ocean ocean front view like all that yeah. <laughs> like mom I'm not wearing this out like, <laughs> I you should see the Auschwitz turned. version of that <laughs> I mean like you could go go to San Francisco and run for mayor on the platform of I actually wore the shirt Alca turning Alcatraz <laughs> into a property development for Silicon Valley employees. Oh dude, with, people with would love no it. shit on the ground. Mm. It's a it's a uh, That's a, a tall order for San Francisco. No shit. It's on a the national ground, park honest. actually, so I can't ever. Is it a national it, park? Yep. No shit. It was a federal well, prison, so. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but well, you have to run for president on that platform. Yes, though. you would. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Obviously, well, imagine if Trump put that in his platform. He might actually listen. Get we're gonna turn Alcatraz into in the new Trump Tower. <laughs> it's gonna, it's be, gonna be great. <laughs> People are telling me it's the best prison ever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we talked a little bit about fucking uh, about fucking Operation the Mockingbird. Thing, okay, well, well you said like, everything. Everything's Mockingbird, so yeah. we talked about it. You're right. Yeah, but you're right. This is the thing, like, and I'm gonna tie a bow on it. Go back to where we started from. Nice. You can't find anything about Mockingbird on YouTube, and it's because there was actually no the legend of Operation Mockingbird isn't really what it's cracked up to be that right. it's opera when people say operation mockingbird what they're talking about is the entire history of the cia yeah <laughs> and it, it, it there wasn't an operation mockingbird it's just what, what they, they do. do yeah yeah it's the yeah. whole it's the whole basis on which our culture and our minds have been constructed that's what Operation yeah. Mockingbird is shorthand for. No, that's what I that's what I noticed the more I was like reading into it where because it didn't have it didn't seem like they had any like concrete, you know, here's yeah. the document to yeah. do this Operation Mockingbird. Yeah, it was just kind it was just kind of like, yeah, this is just like you said, this is just what yeah. we do. We fuck with things so you don't know what the fuck things yeah. are. Any <laughs> any civil society organization, I mean like just to ram some facts in at the last minute any civil society organization that you've ever heard of red cross the correspondent society you name it the cfr they're all they're all cia fronts yeah always have been everything every electra records and, and, and this was one thing that gets Wait, me what if oh, you heard me yeah <laughs> see more stein see more stein yeah. baby Never mind. Why is, every, why is everything the CIA, dude? Because, well, the thing, 
the thing with the CIA was it was going to exist whether this is why Truman signed it into law. It was going to exist anyway. It's yeah. just whether it wanted to be at least slightly under the purview of the US government. You know, that like the Rockefellers had, had set it up. When they closed when they shut down the OSS, it kept going on private money and its own it, you know, generate was generating its own money by smuggling heroin from uh, Burma. So it, through France, and that's where we get the Gene Hackman classic, the French yeah. connection. So it was it was gonna exist anyway. So like Truman had this this like Hobson's choice of well this thing exists and I can't kill it. I might as well at least try and control it and, and get it to pretend to report to me. And that's all it's ever been. But I mean, it's, it's wild. I can't remember the point I was going off on before I got derailed. I'm just glad we made it through the whole episode without bringing up Dachau. Yeah. We're all the, were all the prisoners there CIA assets? Let's not uh, go down this road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? God damn it. Maybe we'll talk God about it off air. Every, every time I come on here, you guys open up a new door <laughs> and I walk through. <laughs> and I always look at that doorway like, God damn it. I, I, I can't go back through, through it now. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, they shut the door. I can't open it. I don't have the key. It's wet or wood. The, the point I was trying to make was that. You can't find anything about Operation Mockingbird on YouTube because it didn't really exist per se. Yeah. Right. But you that's not the same as it's easy to think, oh, well, it must be the same as MK Larry Ultra. King. Oh yeah. There's oh, no fair enough, yeah. there's no Wikipedia entry for Larry King. That's for a totally different reason. There's plenty to put on Wikipedia about Larry King. Yeah, he how about it. the fact he that he just exist. sang just how about the small factoid that he sang the um uh Star Spangled Banner at the nineteen eighty eight whatever Republican Olympics. National Convention. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's a fucking thing that's relevant to put on Wikipedia. What's up? He was on a TV show as well, wasn't he? It's different Larry King. Well, yeah. You know, no, I, I thought he was on one as well. But anyway, I don't think so. He's got, he's got no... He definitely merits a fucking... I'm pretty sure Gino Bisconti's got a fucking YouTube page, for Christ's sake. A Wikipedia but, page, you mean? Let's find out. Uh, yeah, Wikipedia page. Larry King doesn't have a Wikipedia page. That's because... Okay, for the record, Gino Bisconti him. does not have a Wikipedia page, but Pat Dixon does. Right. Yes. <laughs> Small victories, but yeah, that's my point. It's two different reasons. There's some some things aren't on Wikipedia because they're so they irrelevant not- and bo- stupid and unnecessary yeah. for anyone to know. <laughs> no, it's a, the Mockingbird versus Larry King. Dichotomy. I know what you mean. I was Larry just, I'm is, just getting a few Larry more King jabs in before I stopped. Mockingbird <laughs> is hard to pin down. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like it, you could see why organically it wouldn't be on Wikipedia because there's really nothing in black and white about it. Apart, it it's just shorthand for the entire history of what the CIA is and, and what it form. does. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Andy, comment. It's just uh, I. God damn it. It's just been like, it's so funny. I've gone down to like giving a fuck about all this stuff. Cause it like, it all started with me being obsessed about, uh, like 
is there objective reality or is there like a, a an agreed upon truth or whatever and it's like it's like the deeper i get into this is why i'm like getting into comic books now because that's like a good way to just fucking get away because sure yeah i recommend you, old star you, trek is a great way to go into this yeah to I'm get out a, of this i should say i'm reading preacher oh yeah i read that it was pretty good wait old star trek that's a good way to old like star fucking unplug oh yeah and but it gives it, you a little bit of a little sorry to interrupt you, but it, there's a little bit of like philosophical stuff at times, but only enough to fit into a 48 minute time slot. So I'm gonna watch old Star Trek, dude. Yeah, I needed I needed a thing to fucking end the night with. I'm gonna watch old. No, uh, but it, it it like it's actually led me down this path to like a more broader I don't know philosophical <laughs> analyzation of all this shit because you yeah. can't you know you know and that with some as simple as like you know. Well, like everyone has their own interpretation of life. And then on top of that, you have all these like CIA entities mm -hmm. fucking with the reality and all yeah, this other yeah. stuff. Literally really... open Satanists. Yeah. Is, like if, if literally everybody was aware of all this shit, then things would change. But just us being aware of it and the people who listen, who listen to us will give a fuck about what we think. It doesn't make any difference. So, yeah, it's, it's fun to know about it and talk about it on this show. This show is supposed to be fun. And like, but it's nothing to get. There's no. I mean, it's really serious and really bad. But there's no point in getting upset about it in real life. Don't do that. Yeah, that would be a mistake. Just like love your children or your dog or your cat or whatever it is you've got to love and keep your head down. Don't talk to. Don't talk to normies. And <laughs> you know. Just like and don't you know, rat on your friends. This is, you know how autistic <laughs> kids walk, like with their hands at the side, yeah, looking at the toe. pavement. Yeah, yeah, dude, but I they, walk every day. Yeah, they keep their hands, <laughs> they keep their hands by the side and look at the pavement. It's because they feel like how we do. Yeah, yeah, they just don't. They realize there's no point in that. Other people aren't going to see it from their point of view, so it's best not to engage with them. I will amend this slightly by saying that <laughs> the way that you could share this with people is through laughs and good times like we are, as opposed sure. to being like, listen, Andy, I need you to sit down and I need to tell you about what this crimes that the CIA is up to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man, whatever I can do to delegitimize and undermine the government, I'm fucking down for. That's what I've been resolved to. If I can make everyone think that the, if I, if the more people I can help realize that the government is fake and gay, yeah. I think the better we, the better world we'll be in. I mean, honestly, we, story based they're doing a pretty good job of that themselves. But I mean, oh can... yeah, dude, they're definitely, they're definitely on some. I'm like, I'm like hopeful and scared at the same time because they're clearly on some hail mary shit. Yeah, and you know, I don't know, like, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna catch the ball or we're gonna swat it away. But it is exciting and scary all at the same time because that's, I think that's why. I think that's why shit's getting crazier because, like, they know it, it. They know the house of cards is getting really unstable. You know, they're. It's like that. It's like yeah. that part of Jenga where the Jenga tower looks right. totally fucked, and there's Brilliant. only one. There's only one more piece to pull out, and you got to be real careful to get it right. And I don't think they're gonna pull it out the right way. Yeah, they're and, not infallible. Yeah, and I think I think the thing is like, this is like the the Jenga. Uh, metaphors really good because uh if you do pull that really difficult jenga piece out without the whole thing falling down that's just putting it off till next time it's gonna the, fall next that's the time thing. next time it's gonna be even harder you know what i mean like you can't the 
Jenga doesn't finish until all the bits of wood are on the table, does it? Yeah, I just hope I just hope when the when the tower falls, not too many people get got. You know what I mean? And then we, yeah. it doesn't. I thought they've already been got. That's the sad part. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's sad, but I mean, like, I could still be like I was three years ago, and like three years ago, I was kind of pissed off, but I didn't understand to the same level what I do now. But I, I, I was fine. Like, I kind of <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I think normies, in a way, they've kind of got it right because mm. what the fuck can they do about it anyway? What's the point in them knowing about it? Yeah, but Unless also literally all of them. But if you just like take the old one and and like, boom. yeah, take the tarred pill. Yeah, but but also too, also too, can the fucking can the people in charge like just calm down? Because I feel like. I feel like the agreement was like, yeah, dude, we'll be cattle, but like, can you yeah. give me some fucking good grass to feed on? Now yeah. we're all That's what Trump offers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like they used to give us they used to give us good grass to eat. Now we're all like yeah. fucking nuts to butt. Yeah, it's if my dad it's a pretty sweet grass. And it's not fair <laughs> that I didn't get the opportunity to munch on it. <laughs> what Trump offers is that he'll take the fat ones of you to the agricultural show and get, let you have a chance of winning a medal. Mm. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I'd look good with a medal. I'd be good. I'd be good prize cattle. <laughs> I want to win the. I want to win the silver medal for fat pigs at the Shropshire Agricultural Show. Hell yeah! I could win that. I could win a fat pig medal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could anymore, Andy. You've been. Have you been on on like diet pills or something? I'm figuring it. Left? I've been doing a, a lot. Bigger shirt? I've been. I I've been doing all those things, not yeah. diet pills. <laughs> no, I um. Yeah, I do. I do rock a bigger shirt, but I am also I am uh, transitioning more into muscle and shit. And I've also right. just I fucking tight. I've I've recently tightened up my diet, dude. It's crazy. Like those people who go on about how our food is poison. Like yeah. I literally just I I buy less snacks from Seven Eleven when I'm driving home from shows and stuff like that. Yeah. I drink sub. I've been drinking substantially less That's fucking such soda. A huge th- oh, drinking in general, drink yeah, drinking is. I yeah, look- and then I've been, and then I've just been, I've been eating a lot more protein, and it's yeah. been a noticeable change in the past two weeks. Like it's, it like the people who are calling our shit. Don't get me wrong, like. Like, um, I don't know if you guys know that dude on YouTube, Johnny Harris, he was doing, he did a whole video on how like the American breakfast is really bad for you and blah, blah, blah. CIA, by um, the way. Yeah. Johnny Edward Harris. Bernays. <laughs> no, Edward Bernays uh, fucking created the American breakfast by saying that, uh, you know, three or five out of doctors say that you should have this much blah, blah, blah for a full breakfast or whatever. He did that as part of the CIA, Edward Bernays. I mean, it make it, it makes sense. Like the fucking, you know, the more fucking fat and tired we are, the, yeah, the less we are to be like, wait, yeah. what's going on? But no, like in that in that Johnny Harris video, he does a whole video about like how the American breakfast is super bad for you, yada yada yada. Which any reasonable person's not going to argue with. And then he gets to the end of the video and he's like, and doesn't even taste that good. And that's when I had to be like, all right, hold I'm the out. goddamn phone, hold the damn. <laughs> It might be poison, but it's tasty fucking poison. Yeah, my yeah. egos tasty as hell. My fruity pebbles tasty as fucking hell. So I'm not gonna sit here and act like all this food ain't fucking tasty as hell and it's hard to avoid. But it like 
it is poison. Get off of it for a fucking month, and mm. you will notice you'll be you notice such a fucking change, man. So wh- and you know which the shit is poison. That's or not. crazy, you man. Know. You guys ever uh, taken DMT? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. But seriously though, Scott, like the this is a, what really makes. My I literally ears- ate a salad out of plant out of arugula and fucking um, and spinach that I grew in my garden. For yeah. dinner tonight, so yeah, I get it. it. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm a, I'm a right winger, right? Yeah. But the stuff that pisses me off the most is stuff that right wingers go on about, like so oh, true bread, all this kind of, I, I like it just gets my back up, right? But I've massively cut down on bread just because I felt like it, mm. right? Not almost like you all just this gotta make your own going on about it makes me want to eat more bread but i've kind of gone off it a bit mm. and yeah i feel way better <laughs> so i like it blows my mind when this right you just gotta li- I, out to be i've also cut back majorly it. on a bunch of crap lately but yeah. bread's still on the menu baby you just gotta make it yourself oh, yeah, I, 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 well, I that, that's kind of that's kind of what bread. i was like getting at is like the fucking the shit that's overly fake but yeah dude if you're making bread at home that's probably yeah. light years better it, than it the tastes fucking light years better too yeah, not when yeah, I we just it, had either. a. We just did a especially when you're on DMT tour. with Bigfoot and fucking the Pope. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're doing mushrooms, talking to God, <laughs> and he's making you his bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, Andy, what do Boys, you want to promote to the people? Been listening to a lot of Rogan. I'm on my <laughs> bullshit. Um. What do I want to plug? Uh, Panties in the mouth. That's the comedy podcast. If you like music, if you went to, if you went to, if you're in your thirties and you went to Warp Tour a couple times in high school, check out Drag the Lake. And also, I used to have a podcast called No More Heroes. I just shifted that to like my YouTube channel for all the other shit mm. I want to do. So look up on YouTube, Big Red, aka Andy Malfrina, and um, I just got a bunch of shit over there because. I have to constantly be yapping in mics. So after yep. I'm done recording panties and drag the lake, I'm usually yapping over there. So go check out my shit. I got a Sweet. lot of it. Sweet. Awesome. Thanks and for, for us, me, guys. my fucking pleasure, dude. Uh, and for us, www.historyhomos.com, or you can find us wherever you find podcasts. Also, we're available on Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, and most importantly, Rockfin, that's www.rockfin, that's R-O-K-F-I-N.com, slash History Homos, and you get this episode, every episode, and I'm pretty sure every episode with Andy, and they go back far on um, hmm. on Rockfin, on free video, you don't even have to sign up, um, but if you are so generous and helpful and you'd like to support the show, you can also uh, subscribe to us there for a small monthly fee, and you get access to all of our bonus uh, content backlogs and a free, or sorry, in a weekly episode every Thursday, not free, it's premium. And uh, yeah, that's the best way to support the show. Um, and if you don't want to do a monthly subscription, you can also leave a one-time donation over there. Thank you very much. Also, come check us out um, across social media at History Homos Pod. Um, and also uh, check us, get come hang out with us at our Telegram chat group. Uh, t.me slash history homos chat um, die with dignity William what would you like to say to the people eat as much meat as you can bread too why not later homos 